Hi, good morning from uh, Savannah, Georgia. If you begin to sense a little bit of a drawl, that's where it comes from. I just had the privilege of presenting grand, grand rounds to the new children's hospital, the Willow Children's Hospital in Savannah. Great people. We have a wonderful friend, Shelley Gordon, who works in the hospital, who really pushed the entire program. And uh, yesterday in front of multiple TV cameras, children of Savannah were explaining how they were bringing in the light and blowing out the darkness. So that was pretty exciting. Uh, it's also the Shabbos of Shira, the Sabbath of song. And it describes the song of the Jewish people after they came to the other side of the Yamsuf, pursued hotly by the Egyptians who were intent on killing them. And those that weren't dead would be brought back in servitude again to Egypt. Kind of surprising, but it's uh, nothing surprises you when you read it a year in again and again. The Egyptians still would not have learned, but it also tells us a lot about ourselves, that we can remain stuck and mired into old behaviors and not let go and change ourselves. Egyptians were certainly given a lot of chances to do that. And at the end, perhaps their free will was taken away, something we discussed in the past. But what's fascinating is the different midrashic descriptions of what was it like to walk through the Yamsuf, through the sea. Now, mind you, <coughs> the waters of the sea split and they stood up. So all the water that had been in the middle just kind of went up and they served as walls on both sides of the Jews as they walked through the Yamsuf. And um, the naked eye, uninformed by the verses of the Torah that telling us God did this, obviously God did this, and there was a wind that went through the entire night, which is in itself fascinating, because why didn't God just do it? Why did he make this whole wind blow, etc.? It gave people the chance to not recognize that they were in the middle of a miracle and that in the midst of that miracle, God was saving them. So there was a wind, it blew, it opened up the sea, and they walked by walls of water, walls of high threatening water, because by normal intuition, it should be clear that that water is not being supported, not by beams, not by fiberglass, not by uh, some type of magnetic field. They were being held up by nothing except by God. And that water should have cascaded down on their heads at any moment. So there are many Jews, as they were walking through them, walking through the sea, would have been saying, God, great miracle. Could you like move it over a little bit just for more comfort? And then the Midrashim described that, in fact, there were others who actually saw in those walls, like orchards, fruit, free vending machines. Like in the old days when I used to run Camp Semcha, we had these soda machines that you just touched the button and it came out. And then the Israelis, who are not familiar with that particular vendor in the, in the old way, would join us for trips to New York City, and then they see one of those machines, press the button and think it's broken because it didn't just come by itself. 
So we have this world of people walking through very much afraid and other people walking through and saying, wow, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This is so extraordinary. And then when they all came to the other side and they saw that the purpose of that harrowing experience of those walls was there to provide an opportunity to wipe out the army that was threatening their lives, the Egyptians. It was there for a purpose. That gave cause to the song that we sing this week, the song of Bishalach, the Shira. That song is so powerful, but prior to the song is even more powerful. Because prior to that song, there was an opportunity for people to walk through this very, very threatening environment, this amazingly challenging place, and not to be afraid. To recognize that ultimately, God was with them. Everyone, when they came to the other end, began to sing the song, and it was amazing. But the key is not just when we come to the end, that we could look back and understand the things in our lives. The key is to be able to walk through those harrowing channels and have the faith to see that in these walls, opportunity, not threat. And the less we're afraid of that world around us, the more that we could appreciate that everything in our lives is there as an opportunity for our own greatness the more we begin to appreciate the song is not just at the end of our lives, but as we're walking from day to day, to have the faith to hear that music in every step along the way. So as we sing this song this Shabbat, try to remember to listen to the chords of splendor, of joy, and finding happiness, even when we feel threatened to know that every step of our lives is an opportunity for greatness. Shabbat Shalom.